Andersons PhD podcast. Anecdotes from 2000 days of researching, learning and teaching. My name is Jesper Andersen, and from January 2020, I'll be enrolled at the doctoral program at the Department of Architecture, Design and Media Technology, Aalborg University. I will be doing my PhD researching music and technology with three articles related to cochlear implant, distance learning and 3D audio. And for me, it will be a part-time job for five years while I will stay in my current position as associate professor and head of Tonemeister program at the Royal Danish Academy of Music. With this podcast, I want to give an informal look into the life of a PhD fellow, sharing thoughts, surprises, concerns and research findings on the way. Thanks for listening. So hello everyone and welcome to this sixth episode of Anderson's PhD podcast. It's now Sunday, February 23rd, very late in the evening, so in not so many minutes it will be Monday 24th. And I would like to give a little status report on my project here. I think it's been around two weeks since the last episode and actually I'm hoping to do these uh, small episodes here weekly. Rather keep more of them and then try to keep them short than that it goes too long time. But uh, anyway, I think it's been two weeks. <coughs> it's been busy times and I have had a lot of different uh, things on my mind here. So, uh, so I'm a little bit later than I would have wanted to. But anyway, here I am. Uh, and since last time... Uh, I've been reading through a lot of articles uh, re- regarding cochlear implant, and I'm saying now cochlear implant and not cochlear implant, as, I, as I've been saying earlier on, because I found out now that cochlear implant, implant is actually the correct pronunciation. Uh, and I've been going through these articles uh, to sort of to get an update or to get up to date with the state of the art of the current research in this area, music reproduction for cochlear implant. It's a pretty big work. I've been reading now about uh, 20 different articles uh, and taking a lot of notes. And uh, so this is a, a good step to to, uh, to to start getting a very broad foundation of knowledge that I, so that I know what I am building on top of with, with my research. And I know how my research will relate to all the work that has been done already. And I've been very excited about this because actually... In my former education at the Music Academy, I didn't read a lot. I I did not read a lot, and actually, it's been many years since I've really been reading with this with this focus. So I've been honestly been a little bit nervous to see how how would this be for me, and I'm so happy uh, to be able to say that I have actually really enjoyed it, and I, I keep on enjoying reading when I'm I'm still reading a lot. Uh, to me, it's, been, it's a really good exercise to, to focus on this, and it actually f- really feels like luxury time to say, right now, the only thing I have to do is to dive into this text and all of these points, um, and uh, and and get get the best the best out of it. So it's a good focusing exercise, and I will say also in these days with a lot of work, day and night, and social media and. Uh, all sorts of communication channels on email and t- SMS, f- phone text and messenger and WhatsApp and um, what else, WeChat and other places. A lot of things going on. So actually to be more or less forced to turn all of that off and all of these double and triple and quadruple 
screens going on all the time and dive into a specific subject, it, it really feels nice. Uh, I've made a, a system so far, which is like my own homemade system to keep track on all of this new information that I'm gaining. So that means that every time I uh, I read a new article, I give it a unique number related to my project. So the first one would be 0001. I first thought about calling it 001, which would give room for 999 articles, but I actually think that I will go further than 1000, so I need uh, four characters. So hopefully 10,000 will be enough for this. So they all have a unique number, and it means that whenever I give some notes to myself, I can always track this number specifically down to the, the article and I have a hard copy on a hard disk with backup of every single article with the with, with this number on. And then I also in a very big spreadsheet will put in the articles and uh, the article title and uh, the authors and the publisher and also a short summary and a, a short list of the different research findings. So hopefully this will help me keep track. I actually also made a a space where I where I add information which are, are good points for me in general uh, about this area. Not something that's a specific finding for that specific article, but just something that I have to have to remember uh, because I'm learning a lot uh, from from reading all of this. Uh, also, I have made a special paper where I add. Uh, uh, interesting points related to this first topic that I'm working on, which is the cochlear implant that will sort of you see, culminate in two two concerts uh, in over a year's time because I, I've, I see a lot of findings and a lot of points that are actually especially interested in rela- relation to these concerts. And they end up in a specific doc- document on its own where I can also um, cite a, a specific page in a specific article. So I, I, I'm trying to keep good track. I know I should, in a, as a next step, also have a, a systemized way of writing the names of the authors and the year of publishment and so on. So at, at a certain point when I start writing my own text, I have a good system for actually writing these uh, these quotes down and, and making the correct reference. And I really feel like I, and I need this good system because I can clearly see that when I start reading now, there are so many notes and so many sources uh, that it's it's actually quite, uh, it would be so big to keep track on this. Uh, also, I can see that other artic- all the articles I read now, they, they have very different approaches to how they are, how many other articles they're actually quoting. Some of them will have something that's, that's very, how can you say, um, hmm. They, they, they will write something very general, like maybe an article will open saying music is a very is a very important uh, element of human interaction or something like that. Or human, uh, music is, a, is an important part, part of all human culture or some, something like that, like very general uh, uh, comments or general points, and then they will have actually a citation of, of some paper that might be almost a 100 years old to support that, while other articles have more a, a, a tradition or a tendency just to write these more general subjects and, and don't give a citation on it. It's just like uh, we all know that music is important to humans and, and so on. So this is something that I will learn also in my PhD classes, how, how what is the style of this that, that I should should try to find. Um, then I will also say that some of these articles are actually quite difficult to read. Uh, the language is, is 
pretty hard. <laughs> uh, others are actually quite accessible for everyone, but I, I think that I'll, I'll, once I get a better overview on, on the terminology used here, hopefully it will slowly get, get uh, easier and easier for me. And I have a small quote here from an article that I would like to just to try to read. And this is not uh, specifically the most difficult sentence I have found, but it's more to give a general impression on impression of how actually much of this has been written. So, so this is a quote here, and I'll try this. So this will be take one, and it says like this. This work uses deep conventional autoencoders, a deep recurrent neural network, a multilayer perception, MLP, and non-negative matrix for factorization to be evaluated objectively and subjectively through two different perceptual experiments which involve normal hearing subjects and cochlear implant recipients. Wow, okay. So my point was actually I would thought I would have needed more takes for this, but, but this was, uh, I was lucky to find it. But just to, to, to keep an overview on a sentence like that, there's a lot of strange words in there to be understood and also it, it's it's quite long so so a long sentence so this is the this the sort of text which is actually quite demanding for the for the concentration so i'm i'm enjoying uh diving really deep into that then i will say that that the articles i've been reading all of the, uh, all of them or most of them have have uh, the same structure usually they start with an introduction to the background of the the project or some sort of an abstract and then they go straight into talking about the method of how they're going to carry out this research project, uh, specifically how they're actually <laughs> going to be doing this. And then there's a, a chapter about the findings. So what did they find out? And then they discuss the findings. And then they end up in a conclusion. And that's it. Um, and actually some of them also have a, they're a little bit different, but this is like a typical uh, structure, like introduction, method, findings, discussions, conclusion. But some of them will also have even a, a suggestion for further research, which is which is quite, quite interesting. Almost all of the research I have found now, it is actually um, uh, uh, focusing on one or out of two areas, and where one of them is, is looking into... Uh, processing of sound so that means how can we process already pre-produced music how can we process that so it will sound better on cochlear implants uh, and have different algorithms for that and the other half is about listening tests so a lot of listening tests has been carried out to try to uh, to get an, an overview of what does uh, what are the hearing capabilities of cochlear implant users uh, and that is very valuable. Then there are very f- few, actually only two projects, uh, articles I've read so far that are actually closer to what I'll be doing, where one of them is about music specially composed for cochlear implant, and this is something I'll be doing from, for my concerts. So so that is very interesting. That it seems like it's a, it's a, a not so well-researched area yet. Uh, so so that's nice for me to to find out that it seems very relevant what I'm doing. So on one side to develop some uh, guidelines and and capture all the, the the experiences so far and help composers actually write new music for cochlear implant. I have already talked to the professor of percussion at the Royal Academy of Music here in Copenhagen, and he is very open to try to add some. Um, uh, good percussion players to this project also because percussion music is usually quite popular with cochlear implant listeners since it uh, does not necessarily contain any pitch it only contains rhythm 
at least some percussion music does that. And that is very nice for cochlear implant listeners since they don't really perceive pitch and timbre very well, but the rhythmic uh, patterns and, and music that only contains rhythm on percussive mu- instruments can work really, really well. So, so as I said, so one 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 element that I'm interested in that is in only in one article is is around creating new music for cochlear implant, and the other one is about adding other sensory exper- experiences to uh, to the listeners, and uh, and the the article I have so far is is around uh, concerned what they call a haptic chair. So this is a chair you can sit in, and it will vib- vibrate accordingly to the music that you're listening to, and in this sense, it will actually give some more sensory inputs to the brain that can help understand the the sound. And this is a part that I would like to go into, not only to uh, in, in relation to haptics, so that means that's something that's moving and, and vibrating, but also other inpu- inputs, which could be visualization of the music. Uh, I know there's more, much more research in this, but so far I, I haven't really got enough. Um, so, so I'll have to look into f- to finding some more. Um, I can say also that the general impression of the articles I have written right now is that, uh, as I said already, co- cochlear implant listeners, they hear rhythm very well, but melody and actually pitch, the height of notes, and also the timbre, so the color of sound is not recognized very, very well. But they can be helped in li- getting a better listening experience if they're getting more cues to the sensory apparatus. So if they get... Yeah, visual feedback or as I said moving like haptic feedback of, of vibrations something like that it can help them and also the one study that looked at music specifically composed for cochlear implant users actually ended up with a, a concert that was just as enjoyable for cochlear implant listeners as for normal hearing people so that is a, that's that's quite interesting I think so uh, I'm not really sure how this overview I have made now, how much of one big mess it feels like. At least when I've been talking now, it seems like like one big mess, even though I have my general lists of, of information and so on. Uh, so uh, so if it has seemed like one big mess, it actually pretty much reflects how I, I feel right now about it. So, so one thing that I have to do now, next step is uh, basically I think that I have three next steps. Step one is that I need to organize all of these notes that I have now and put them into different topics so I have a much better overview and I can also see how this research I've been looked into, how they all relate to each other. So that's one very important thing. The next thing is that I need to find many, many more articles because even though I've been going through 20 articles now, I know that there are many, many more. And I imagine just from from this first state-of-the-art pre-study for me, maybe I will end up with something around 60 or 80 articles. This is just pure out of my imagination, but at least I can see that it's it's much more. It's not only twice what I have right now, maybe it's three or four times as much. Because I can see the articles I've been reading now, they actually refer to other articles that I don't really have right now and that I I don't know about. So I'll need to look at this and also I, I can see right now is shaping a shape of some research centers and some specific research persons that I need to look more into because this is their field of field of expertise. So st- step number two for me is, is to look more through in, and find many, many more articles and get make sure that I actually am, that I'm pretty well covered. 
And then the the third step for me is to to start working on the uh, on the first small article of my of of my cochlear implant topic, which will be concerning the visualization of music for cochlear implant listeners, uh, and how visual inputs can translate and and support the listening experiment uh, the listening uh, experience. And this is not to say that there should be some sort of a visual input that will look beautiful, but it, it is something that, that should support the, the sensory experience for, for the listener. Uh, so I'm starting with this project now, and this is actually because um, there, are two, there are two master's students at the Aalborg University that are working exactly on this. And this is fantastic for me because we can work together and... Uh, I can help them and what they do can actually be used and tested out, tried out in, in my projects as well. And it's quite exciting because we have the first meeting already tomorrow. So along with Jeremy from DTU, Jeremy, he worked on these cochlear implant composition pieces and articles already writing new music for cochlear implant listeners. And Stefania, my own tutor, and then these two uh, uh, master students we are meeting tomorrow and we'll, we'll talk about how, how to work on this so so this would be my my first article and then first work area not totally on its own I'll start with this and have a focus on that and then all uh, some, some more areas will, will start showing up and I will work on those simultaneously but this, this will have the first and, and most extensive focus from me so just to sum up, the the three next parts I'm going into right now is to um, to find all the related articles. No, first of all, sorry, the first one is to to organize the knowledge I have already, and then secondly to find more articles and make sure that I'm totally in place with all state of the art, and then to to start working very specifically on this uh, visuals and visual inputs for cochlear implant users. And then finally, I could just just wrap up by saying that I also now have a much better impression of my um, of my project, how what, what type of shape the whole PhD will actually take, because I'm very inspired by reading these articles, and I can see that most of them are maybe six, seven, eight, nine pages, something in that area. They're not very long, uh, and it seems like a good a, a good format for me for for each topic I have. I you know. Some of you might remember that I have three topics overall, overall for my project. And for each uh, topic, where topic one is the cochlear implant sound, that I will make maybe four, five, six short articles, uh, for where the first one will be about visualization of music, maybe the next one will be uh, concerning haptics, and the next one will be about composing music, and so on. So maybe four, five, six articles, quite small of that size, and then once I have had the, the concerts next year and everything is in place, I will make one longer article, maybe 15, 20 pages, to, to gather everything that I got out of all of it. And then that will be my first topic. So that means that each topic will have maybe one big article, around 15 pages, and then uh, four, five, six smaller articles related to it. So all in all, it might be a collection of something up to 20 articles, which is a very nice format for me to work on. Also, it will actually be a, a quite good way of uh, having a lot of publications because uh, I think that it will it might be easier to find all sorts of different papers and um, and uh, 
publishers to, to publish really small articles that could also be suitable for conference presentations and uh, posters, things like that, instead of working for five years totally isolated and then come up with, with one big book. So that was the overview right now, and if that overview seemed a little bit blurry, then it's because that it is actually a little blurry right now, and I'm looking forward to to uh, getting a, a better structure of what I've been going through, so so I um, have a better better overview, uh, and then I'm looking forward to next up to to work more on the visuals of the visual part of, of this project with the meeting tomorrow and then hopefully within a week or maybe 10 days I, I will have actually have a better status on the which will be my first uh, focused article about visual representation of music for cochlear implant users and then also uh, a talk about um, all of this these new articles I have found hopefully many many more that I have, than I have read already and an organization of my current knowledge Uh, and I think that will be it for, for the next episode, which will be episode number seven. I know also I have been talking about um, uh, doing an episode where I, I actually uh, discuss my experiences with reading other PhD projects. And honestly, I haven't come to that yet. So I'll have to wait a little bit, but maybe it could actually be a, a double topic episode next time where I can also encompass that. That depends a little bit on how many pages I have to read and how much time I have. But uh, I think this gives a little bit of an overview for now and then uh, I think I should uh, shut down and uh, edit everything and get it posted and then I think it's time to go to bed. It's just exactly midnight now. So sleep tight everyone. Bye bye. For comments, questions and ideas, you can reach me at jesper.andersen at dkdm.dk The music is by Homesick Hank. Check them out. Thanks for listening.